Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Thursday, but also expect a rather gray day. Mostly cloudy skies will rule and we could even have a few spotty showers around the area. This morning, temperatures 28 to 34 degrees. Not seeing any rain out there right now, but there might be a shower or two by early afternoon. Best chance of rain tonight through Friday morning. Meanwhile, our temperatures will top out between 55 and 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're breaking up to 30 degrees in our nation's capital where the time now on WTOP this early Thursday morning is 2.59. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Thursday morning, February 22nd. Welcome in. Dean Lane. Coming up, there's 3 a.m. hour Thursday for you on T.O.P. What's happening in the case of the chase involving the stolen Maryland State Highway truck? I'm Kate Ryan. President the Biden Volunteer cancels. Fire Company still answering the call following Friday's deadly blast. I'm Dick Iuliano. Now my turn. President Biden cancels more than a billion dollars in student loan debt. The gas explosion that destroyed a daycare also forced residents of this nearby Women's Services building to move out. I'm Scott Gelman. Good morning. Welcome in 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. CBS News has learned that President Biden is considering using powers given to presidents in a law passed in 1952 to limit immigration. Here's CBS's Bo Erickson at the White House. With a record level of migrant apprehensions at the U.S. southern border, President Biden is considering restricting access to the U.S. asylum system. Three people familiar with the plans tell CBS News President Biden could announce limits on the asylum process within the next two weeks, representing a sharp policy change for the president. The State Department is warning American citizens not to travel to Russia for any reason because of the risk of arrest. A month ago, dual U.S.-Russian citizen Ksenia Karolina was charged with raising money for Ukraine and arrested. More from CBS's Skylar Henry at the White House. Americans are in Russian custody at a time where tensions between the two countries are on the rise, especially following the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny while in prison. Catalina's former mother-in-law says she's afraid what happened to Navalny may happen again. We know it wasn't just a death, it was a murder. Alabama's largest hospital has paused all IVF treatments in response to the state Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos are the legal equivalent of children. Here's CBS's Meg Oliver. So we talked to Dr. McLean. She's at an independent clinic and they have been in closed door meetings with lawyers all day because the University of Alabama is the largest hospital system there in the state. And they're very concerned that this is going to ripple down and start affecting other clinics. They don't know. what Are they going to have to advise their patients to transfer their embryos? Are they going to have to go out of state? There's so much uncertainty. Student loans with a balance of $12,000 or less have been forgiven for almost 153,000 borrowers. President Biden made the announcement. Folks, I'm happy to have been able to forgive these loans because when we realize and relieve Americans of their student debt, They're free to chase their dreams. Borrowers had to have been paying on their loans for at least 10 years. A mine collapse in Venezuela has killed more than a dozen people and injured at least 11. It was an illegally operated gold mine in the state of Bolivar and can only be reached by an hours-long boat ride. A wall collapsed and search crews started digging and pulling out people. 
Many mines in Venezuela operate outside or on the margins of the law. One miner who survived says the situation at the mine was terrifying. Jennifer Kuiper, CBS News. Jurors have been sworn in at the trial of weapons expert Hanna Gutierrez-Reed in Santa Fe, New Mexico. She's charged in the 2021 fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. She was shot by actor Alec Baldwin during a rehearsal for the Western movie Rust. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP of 303. Thursday morning, February 22nd, 2024. It'll be mostly cloudy as we roll through this Thursday morning. Late day showers possible. Grab that umbrella just in case. Veronica says the high should be 55 to 60. 30 right now. And a good Thursday morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Topping the local stories we're following for you as we roll into this morning together. We begin the ride this morning with the latest on a child, a wild chase that would be. Last Friday, a week ago is when it happened, that had police then trying to corral a stolen Maryland State Highway Administration truck. Remember that? Well, police and prosecutors locally in Prince George's and Montgomery counties now are working that case closely. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us Thursday morning the suspect is facing some charges with more like with more likely to come in the case. 27 year old Flavio Cesar Lanusa of Laurel is still in the hospital. He's the man Maryland State Police identified as the driver of the stolen Maryland State Highway chart truck Friday night. Maryland electronic court records show Lanusa faces more than a dozen traffic violations from reckless driving to not wearing a seatbelt connected to that chase that had police trailing him from Greenbelt to Montgomery County, where he was taken into custody Friday night. During the course of the chase, 13 cars, police and civilian, were struck, according to police. The investigation still underway. Pending charges could include first-degree assault along with the theft of the truck. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 3.04 Thursday morning. Now, only hours after that chaos on the roads Friday night last week, there was then another disaster in a different part of the area. Still not clear this morning what actually caused a deadly house explosion in Sterling. A volunteer firefighter was killed. Nine firefighters with the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company in Loudoun County were also injured during that house explosion last week. The fire company has been hit hard by the deaths of volunteer firefighter Trevor Brown, and the volunteers made up most of the injured in the blast. But Loudoun County Fire Chief Keith Johnson says the work goes on because career and volunteer firefighters work hand in hand. We have career staff in every single fire station, both career and volunteer stations in Loudoun County. The volunteer fire company works out of the Sterling Park and Cascade fire stations. We staff all stations during the day. Sterling will come in. There's a mixture of career and volunteers that staff their station at night. The fire marshal has completed gathering evidence at the scene of the house explosion and is continuing the investigation. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. 305 Thursday morning, about a month ago, a gas explosion locally in southeast D.C. destroyed a daycare center. It also badly damaged a nearby building where people there worked to help women experiencing homelessness. Now it is unclear when that facility will be ready to house people once again. Some of the windows are covered and parts of the walls have been removed here at Calvary Women's Services Good Hope Building in Southeast. When there's water damage and smoke damage, uh, you, you pull up drywall, you pull up flooring, uh, you pull up windows, you have to replace doors. Chris Thompson is Calvary's CEO. 
we had water damage into our lower level um, of our building, as well as smoke damage. The 30 people who were here at the time got out safely, but the building can't be used. The organization supports women experiencing homelessness. An event like this certainly makes it feel like we're uh, putting folks on a bit of a sidetrack. The group doesn't know how much the repairs will cost or how long they'll take. They're launching a fundraiser and moving women from here to their other locations. In Southeast D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 3.06 Thursday morning. Across the country, threats against election officials and their immediate family members are apparently on the rise these days. Maryland lawmakers are now considering legislation to that end that would make threatening an election official a misdemeanor. It would be punishable, we're told, by up to three years in prison or a fine of up to 2500 bucks. Governor Wes Moore supports the legislation. At a bill hearing this week, the vice president of the Maryland Association of Elections Officials testified about her experience being threatened during the 2022 election and how they're struggling to hire election judges and fill vacancies right now in their offices because of this situation that people are afraid of. And they're filling the vacancies in those offices as soon as they can, they say. The bill supports recommending accelerating when the bill would take effect so it would be law in time for Maryland's May 14th primary. Stay tuned. WTOP at 307. Campaign 2024 on WTOP. Former Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan surprised a lot of people recently by announcing formally his bid for Senate, including state Democrats. And while Hogan has had a cordial relationship with current Governor Wes Moore, Moore is leading the attack now on Hogan's record. Axios congressional reporter Stephen Newcomb says this morning the offer here is the he offers analysis for us on why Moore is weighing on the Senate race so heavily. Look, G- Governor Moore is a, a staunch ally of President Biden. He is seen as a, a future star in the party, a rising star in the party. And his priority is to protect the Democrats majority in the U.S. Senate and, and help uh, President Biden with his reelection campaign. So first and foremost, they're going to do what they can to, to fortify the, the positions of each of their party. A poll released last week by Emerson shows Hogan tied with Democratic Congressman David Trone and leading Democratic Prince George's County exec Angela Also Brooks. All are battling for retiring Democrat Senator Ben Cardin's seat. WTOP at 308. Over to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. We have an accident reported in Prince George's County on southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway. It looks to be just after Powder Mill Road. Taking a look at that, just saw a couple of responding units with their flashing lights. Looks like it's over on the far right side, but not seeing any delays either side of the BW Parkway between the two beltways. 95 also running just fine in Maryland between 495 and 695. 270 looking good in Montgomery County, but in Frederick County, that portion of 270, watch out for the work zone between Maryland 80 Fingerboard Road and Dr. Perry Road. Left lane blocked in both directions. Right lane gets by. Route 50 clear leaving Washington heading to the Bay Bridge. At the Bay Bridge you still have the work zone shutting down the eastbound span. Two-way operations on the westbound span in Pasadena, southbound Maryland too, between Madary Road and White Road. Right lane is closed and Fort Meade you've got the closure of eastbound 175 between Milestone Parkway and Ridge Road. The eastbound side closed. Two-way operations set up westbound there was the work zone westbound 100 between Telegraph Road and Arundel Mills Boulevard. That has been cleared. 
The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Under mostly cloudy skies, those clouds have been moving in. Temperatures are between 28 and 34 degrees, and there might be a touch of fog, too, around the area. Otherwise, just a mainly gray day with a spotty shower or two early afternoon and a better chance of rain for tonight through Friday morning. Temperatures will be a little higher, 55 to 60 degrees today. Rain moves out by noon to 1 p.m. Friday. We'll be left with breezy conditions, but at least dry for your evening plans out. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are looking at 35 degrees at the wharf in D.C. as well in Oxon Hill. Two degrees warmer, 37 in Sterling, 30 straight up and holding in our nation's capital. Time now is 310. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTLP. Brought to you by PenFed. Great rates for everyone. Here's Jeff. Beyond Meat is trying to revive sales. It has reworked a version of its plant-based burgers with less sodium and less saturated fat. Reagan National had a record 25.5 million passengers last year. Dulles set a record for international travelers. Ginya Ramen Bar is opening in Georgetown and Union Market. That makes eight here. Ginya opened its first East Coast restaurant in Fairfax. The Dow gained 48 Wednesday. The Nasdaq lost 50. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. And checking overseas this early morning, Asian stocks remained higher. The Nikkei up by 837 points. The Kospi's up 11 this morning. The Hang Seng up 203. The Shanghai is up 37. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 312 on WTOP. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Morrow Furniture's President's Day Savings Event is held over through this weekend. You still have time to save an extra 20% off Morrow's new everyday low prices. Plus, get free delivery or choose 60 months no interest financing. Unprecedented deals. Sofas save $350. Queen beds save $550. Five-piece dining sets save $300. Reclining sofas save $550. Hurry, it's held over through this weekend. Save an extra 20% off and free delivery at Morrow Furniture with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. This is WTOP News. If you have student loans to pay these days, you should check the mail. Now, actually more than 150,000 people we've learned this week will get an email from the Biden administration telling them their student loan debt has been forgiven. During a speech this week in Culver City, California, out west, President Joe Biden touched on the high stakes that borrowers face right now. While a college degree is still a ticket to a better life, that ticket is too expensive. And too many Americans are still saddled with unsustainable debt in exchange for a college degree. The White House says this morning that Mr. Biden has now canceled $138 billion of student debt for almost 3.9 million borrowers. This morning, Daniel Douglas Gabriel, the national higher education reporter for The Washington Post, joins us to explain how this relief plan will work. So for people who are enrolled in the president's latest income-driven repayment plan named SAVE, if they borrowed less than $12,000, originally borrowed less than $12,000, that is, they are eligible for this relief relief. The Department of Education has identified these borrowers in this first wave, but they believe that there are other people who may be eligible. So next week, they are actually going to reach out to people who meet that criteria and encourage them to enroll in the savings plan so they can take advantage of this benefit. 
Danielle, less than 12,000 seems like a smaller number. We were all thinking maybe it was larger than that. Does that seem odd to you or is that really what the average has been? Well, I think the point here is the targeted relief. So there are a lot of people who go to community colleges who borrow small amounts of money. There are also a lot of people who end up defaulting or become delinquent on their loans, and they typically have smaller balances. A part of that is because they started college but didn't finish, dropped out without getting the credential needed to really pay back the debt. So this approach really tries to get at the folks who are perhaps most in crisis with their student loans. What's the advice for student loan borrowers who hope that they might get some relief here and maybe they think they might qualify for this program? Certainly enroll and save. I mean, that is one of the surefire ways to take advantage of this. But I would also say that even if you borrowed more than $12,000, the overall kind of path to forgiveness and save is a lot shorter than lots of the other repayment programs. And so it, it's worth looking at. This isn't right for everybody. There are people that I've spoken with who did not have lower payments on this plan than some of the other ones, but it's worth giving it a shot just to see. Danielle, are we finished? Will save be the last of this? Or do you think the president's got more up his sleeve to try and give more relief? I mean, (laughs) considering the amount of emails I've had from the White House and Department in the last several months touting all this incremental debt relief, I don't think this is the last. You know, this is a really strategic approach in using existing programs that just didn't work. Biden has come in, really kind of expanded some of those programs, cleaned them up in a lot of ways, and that's how he's delivering this relief. It's actually a much firmer legal footing to do this than what we saw go before the Supreme court last year. So I think borrowers will see more of this action in the coming months. Danielle Douglas Gabriel, national higher education reporter for the Washington Post on WTLP talking with Sean and Ann. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following on WTLP this early hour, days after Alabama's Supreme Court ruled that frozen embryos are in fact children. A major hospital in the state pauses IVF treatment and recapping. President Joe Biden has canceled another $1.2 billion of student loan debt. We'll have more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. If you're like me, 60 and retired, making ends meet, especially here at the supermarket and drugstore is tough. I'm so blessed to have found BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free and confidential website from the National Council on Aging that connected me to $1,200 a year in programs that help pay for food, medicine, utilities, and more. Maybe it can help you. BenefitsCheckup.org. WTLP at 317, traffic and weather. That's coming up next for you. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. My name is Ariel. When I arrived in the U.S. at 19, I struggled to find job opportunities without my high school diploma. My entire life changed when I took a chance and got my high school diploma at age 22. Everything I have, my education, my career, my marriage, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and my teachers. They were with me every step of the way, helping with my English and math, making sure I push through all the challenges. Ariel, your success proves that what I'm doing as a teacher has real meaning. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. Education was the key that unlocked all my opportunities. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 
Tivar Solutions and Dell have you covered when building a secure, efficient, and effective edge infrastructure for your agency. We offer purpose-built hardware, software, and services to help you overcome universal challenges, generate industry-specific outcomes, and simplify your edge. Achieve more and do it faster. Our expert team is available to assist you every step of the way. We'll seek to understand your agency's specific needs and design a customized solution that fits your budget and timeline. Generate more value where speed matters. Learn more at tvarsolutions.com slash Dell Edge. Dean Lane on WTOP. It's 318. You're also with Foot Seltzer in the, not Foot Seltzer. I don't know why I can't get your name right this whole week. This is Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Yeah, he works Saturday night. I was so. going to say, y'all do look similar, though. At least you told me. <laughs> That's right. I told Robert uh, this morning, you you called me Robert, and he thought that was an honor. So there you are. Well, good, uh, good, good. It, it was, I guess. <laughs> I thought so. You know, who wants to be known as Ken Berger, right? Anyway, on southbound uh, Baltimore, Washington Parkway in uh uh, Prince George's County, prior to Powder Mill Road. Multiple units dispatched to this accident of blocking the left lane in Beltsville. We're seeing delays develop coming south of 197. So stay over to the far right side as you make your way south on the BW Parkway to Washington. The northbound side clear. There are no major delays and nothing working either side of 95 between the two beltways. 270 running okay in either direction. But you do have the work zone up in the Frederick County portion of 270. It's between, between Fingerboard Road Maryland 80 and uh, Dr. Perry Road. You get one lane going by either direction, but you're not seeing any major delays because of that road work. In Virginia, still got some road work zones going on, including at the uh, Roosevelt Bridge, where bridge rehab operations affecting lanes either direction. However, the work zone on eastbound 66 around Spot Run Parkway, that was sound barrier operations. It looks like it has been moved a little bit, so just be aware of the single lane getting by that work zone, but not seeing any major delays because of that activity. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And let's check that forecast this early morning with Veronica to see what we're looking at today. Clouds have been increasing. We'll have mostly cloudy to cloudy skies here on your Thursday. And while there could be a spotty shower late morning to early afternoon, your best chance of rain will be your Thursday overnight through Friday morning. Temperatures starting out between 28 and 34 degrees. We'll have afternoon temperatures between 55 and 60. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now we're at 33 degrees in Springfield, 33 Farragut Square. You're waking up to 28 in Laurel, 30 straight up in our nation's capital. Brought to you this 3 a.m. Thursday morning, February 22nd on WTLP by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted. Same day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. And coming up this half hour on WTLP for you this early morning. Why payday has become an adventure for one local school system. I'm John Doman. WTLP at 321. A gentle breeze blows across your face as you take a refreshing sip of water. Appreciating the stillness of another morning fishing on the lake. The distant gurgle of a stream reminds you of days spent playing in the creek, the cool, clear water rushing between your toes. You love this time with nature, the feeling of putting everything on hold to connect with the world around you. Now, imagine it's all gone. No fish, no lake, no water. One of life's most vital resources, irreplaceably depleted. Time is running out to protect fresh water, and without our love, it can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our fresh water. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org love. 
Thursday morning. It's February 22nd. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us. 322 in the morning. This is WTOP News. An Ashburn man locally has a warrant out for his arrest this morning, apparently in connection to a Valentine's Day murder. Police say in this case they're looking for Rashawn Owens. He's accused this morning of shooting and killing a 19-year-old Sterling man in the parking lot of an Ashburn apartment complex. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office identifies the victim as Michael Dandridge Carter. Owens is charged in the case with second-degree murder and attempted murder. Anyone with info is being asked to contact the Sheriff's Office as soon as possible. Police arrested a 19-year-old and a 14-year-old in connection with a break-in of a secret service vehicle that was used by President Joe Biden's granddaughter, Naomi Biden. According to the Washington Post, it was parked at that time outside a Georgetown residence that was back in November when this happened. A secret service agent fired at a getaway vehicle that nearly hit the agent during the incident that night of November 12th. According to the authorities and an arrest affidavit in the case, no one was struck, luckily. The arrest came after authorities said a D.C. officer found the getaway car, a stolen and red Toyota Corolla abandoned in the 16th Street Heights area. Inside were items, they say, taken from the Secret Service vehicle, including a protective vest, night vision goggles, and a first aid bag, along with a computer router. There are growing frustrations these days, apparently, and complaints locally in the Prince George's County school system over the issue of paychecks. Those who work for the school system say this morning it is no guarantee they're being paid what they're supposed to be. More than 350 employees in local 22. A union who represents those who work in school operations got paid essentially double what they were supposed to one day last summer. I guess it's like a loan, but it's a loan that I didn't even ask for. Since the fall, Stanley Brown's been getting money docked from his check while the schools recoup the overpayment. But he and Tarita McCoy say the school system is taking back the gross payment, not just what was left after taxes. The tax people get their cut, but you want us to return funds that we don't have. The county says it's stretching out the repayment process to December, not June. But there's also a dispute about whether some transportation workers are allowed to keep their overpayment. John Dome in WTOP News. Let's head out west this Thursday morning. Heard about this, have you? The San Diego Zoo is expected now to get a new pair of giant pandas from China as early as the end of the summer. Officials say if all permits and other requirements are approved as expected, the zoo would get two bears, a male and a female. The panda program from China has been a long gesture of friendship, as you know, toward the U.S., but as relations between the two nations began to sour, nearly all the iconic bears on loan to U.S. zoos have been sent back. This includes, apparently, the three pandas that used to live at the Smithsonian National Zoo here at home in the district. Right now, Zoo Atlanta is the only place in the country with pandas. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8th, and when it breaks. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. My name is Ariel. When I arrived in the U.S. at 19, I struggled to find job opportunities without my high school diploma. My entire life changed when I took a chance and got my high school diploma at age 22. Everything I have, my education.